All right, everybody ready? This is your LVB? Yeah. All right, fanny pack in three, two. About as ready as an old man on life support. Nachos amigos, and welcome to another fine episode of Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. We are here with kind of an old combo, uh, but a good combo. Uh, I am Petey Rave. Here with me, as always, is my friend David Jeffrey Majors, aka DJM. How you doing, DJM? Gluten free bread, Petey Rave. Friends and fans of the Fanny Pack Podcast, the band is back together. Petey went to page one and page two of his Rolodex, and we've got two friends on the show to talk about Shimmer Women Athletes, Volume 2. So, Petey, introduce our two guests today. Yes. Uh, we have, first of all, my co-host on Hallie Juku, uh, the K-pop podcast that we do. Uh, J-pop, a little J-pop too. Uh, maybe some C-pop every once in a while. Who knows? Uh, we have none other than Brandon Cooper, aka King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing Pretty good. Got a Batman doll, a Batman mug, and a bear. And a festive-ass sweater. Well, I mean, scarf. 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 <laughs> festive scarf from Old Navy. <laughs> from Old Navy. They're having a sale right now. 60% off. You should go to Old Navy. You can shop online at oldnavy.com using the hashtag oldnavy.com. Deej, who else we got on on the show this week? We have Drucifer, Petey. Drucifer's <laughs> on the show. Hi. Hi. Hi, Drew. <laughs> I don't have any mugs. I just have a Cavs jersey. That's about it. <laughs> Did Mark you get Price that festive-ass Cavs jersey from Old Navy? Because they have great prices right now. You can get things as low as low. <laughs> no, I got it on a hookup from a dude I know that wor- used to work at Champs. Yeah. Not I don't think they're Navy. affiliated with Old Navy, so I don't have anything for that. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Sh- Shimmer Women, Women's Athletes. Uh, Shimmer Women's Athletes, Volume 62, to be exact. What is so, uh, special about Shimmer, uh, Women Athletes, Volume 62? Well, it is their, uh, contribution to the WrestleMania weekend this year. Uh, at New Orleans, Louisiana, part of the WWN live experience. And it was also an iPay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's also one of the two uh, only events that you can get on demand from Shimmer. So and it, I will also say, I will also say this. This marks the first wrestling promotion for a fanny pack that I've been on that I actually have my notes and didn't just go, damn, I wish I had notes. <laughs> One of these days, we're, we're gonna coach Kaz up, everybody. We're gonna coach him up, I swear. He's gonna figure out how to do this whole podcasting thing he's trying. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna that coach him up. That involves practice. 
Um, so for those that haven't seen our previous, uh, iteration where we covered the previous, uh, WWN live experience, WrestleCon, I guess at the time, uh, Shimmer event, Deej, give us a little bit of a, a background for Shimmer Women's Athletes. Shimmer Women Athletes is the wrestling promotion out of Berwyn, Illinois, run by Dave Prezak, uh, formerly of Ring of Honor commentation fame. And he's one of those infamous Chicago guys, along with that one dude that's in the UFC now, the one dude that hosts a podcast, the one guy that was NWA World Heavyweight Champion for a while, and the one guy that throws elbows a lot and got fired from developmental. Dave Prezak is one of those guys. He, he's one of the, the Midwest Chicago guys. Uh, while working for Ring of Honor, he started Shimmer Women Athletes. He's the promoter, the booker, and the commentator for this promotion. It is a all-women's wrestling promotion that is all about women's wrestling and that kind of thing, which is really, really awesome. Finding the best female athletes in professional wrestling, putting them all together, and making a enjoyable wrestling product for y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to ask you guys. No, uh, no, was... no, Kaz, no. No, put your hand down. No. I had a question. S- save your questions for, for the end of the class. <laughs> don't Don't make me go Roberto on you. I'll, I'll, okay, so let me ask you guys, uh, what were your expectations coming into Shimmer Women's Athletes? For me personally, um, like, not a clue. Like, I had no idea yeah. what I was getting into. You said, hey, oh. you want to be on Fanny Pack again? I was like, sure. And you were like, watch this. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, pretty and much. That that mirror, yeah, pretty much a lot of the same. <laughs> I knew I was gonna see, I knew I was gonna see a myriad of women wrestling. I was farther than that. It took me three matches to realize. Oh wait, this is all girls. Like, <laughs> like it really took me three matches to realize. Oh, oh. Is it all female? And then I looked it up and I was like, Shimmer. And they were like, Shimmer, Shimmer, women. And I was like, Oh. Didn't get it. Didn't get it. Women athletes. Right. Didn't see that part of the promotion until like two, three matches in. I was like, oh, okay. Get it now. Totally got it. I was even farther back than Kaz. It's all right, Drew. You're you're doing fine. You're doing great. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about some highlights. Uh, we'll we'll (laughs) ask all of you guys. Uh, Dave, Let's start, you know, one at a time. Pick out something that would be a highlight for you. What were some of your highlights or one of your highlights that you'd like to talk about? Can well, I, can I? no. <laughs> I, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my girl, Lee Bates. Good old yes. blue pants herself. Keep an eye out for old blue pants, you guys. She she might be spending more time down in Orlando, Florida than you think in the not too distant future. But uh Leva Bates, my girl, the the cosplaying wrestler of yore. Uh of course, as Petey mentioned, this show was in Nyolens, Louisiana, and she cosplayed as none other than Remy Laveau, best known as Gambit from the X-Men, who of course is a native of New Orleans, Louisiana. Okay. Okay. I had, that was, that was maybe one of my first issues was like, one, I go, oh, she came out as Gambit. 
that's pretty obvious. She's in New Orleans. They said from the, the Professor Xavier School of Gifted Children, you know, and, you know, and then she did that whole bit and she had the jacket and the staff and then the thing. And then the two things that instantly like made me want to slap someone was the dude went, who she dressed as? I yeah, don't know. D- Dave Prezak, unfortunately. He, Dave Prezak is very much in the wrestling bubble where yeah. the only thing he is aware of is wrestling. So yeah. Yeah. he did and he then, unfortunately did not get it at all. I thought the same thing, and all I could say was, Really, Dave? Come on. Out of all and the then things, his lovely like mist was that. Like it was <laughs> really X-Men, but, Dave. Come on. But then yes. his lovely co host, his lovely co host goes Amber Gert. I don't know. But she got a kendo stick. <laughs> Honey, do we not know the difference between a staff and a kendo stick now? Again, again, the wrestling bubble. In the wrestling <laughs> bubble, it is all, all things like that are a kendo stick. Or if this were ECW, it would be a Singapore cane. That's just, yes. that's just how it is. It's the wrestling bubble. Also, I wish you were real kids. <laughs> the same thing was... How drunk are these commentators? Right. Okay, no, 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 no. I assumed he wasn't drunk. The no. first words out of that young lady's mouth, I went, oh, she done had a few. It wasn't even like two minutes yeah. into the thing, Amber and Gertner. I went, oh, she's drunk. Yeah, went, Amber Gertner oh, was she's... clearly enjoying WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, weird. I was like, the first match hasn't started, and I know you're drunk, honey. Are you, or is this what we're gonna do for two hours? Really? <laughs> like, it, it made on. it, for me, that made it way fun though. Like, let's be fair. Like, yeah. like that made it way fun. Like, I want to, like, I'm gonna go back to old WWF, like 80s stuff and just go back in the time machine and give them shots just in the back to commentate. Like, I think that was brilliant. Like, I don't know. Something about that made it, made it made me happy about it. Also, yeah, yeah. during this match, Leva, she she won the match. She won she won the match with the Pepsi Plunge, which was the original back in the day indie finisher of that one dude from Chicago who's in the UFC now. That used yes. to be his finisher. So, yeah. like Leva, she she has a pretty cool finisher now. She yeah. she's been doing a few shows at NXT. All I can say is, oh my god, another one of my favorite wrestlers is about to get signed. Ah! Oh. Something else. Like, like, of course, me being a, a, a young, virile young man, you know, and watching ladies do their thing, I had, I had some random dude thoughts, and one of them was, I wonder how many thongs I'm gonna see in two hours. <laughs> I don't think we saw him that many. I don't no, know. I, I was actually pick. surprised about. <laughs> and Brandon that was that was actually, if if I may, that was the thing that I was very happy about because you do as a dude with a bunch of chicks wrestling, you do have that dude thought, right? But like they very much me personally, personally me, maybe it's just because I'm so like wrestling focused yeah. i don't mm-hmm. think that way well that's I just that's don't. the thing like for me i was like okay at some point they're gonna they're gonna play it up they're gonna they're gonna go for, and they didn't they no that that's what all that's what that jimmer is about is that they don't do that yeah 
I very much like that they went for that. They were very much like, this is, this is the athleticism of these wrestlers. And mm-hmm. that was awesome to me. Like, yeah, I like that. that. Like, yeah, it's, it, it is the, the athletes, the really talented athletes. Uh, let's, I'm going to talk about one of my highlights before we get to the other guy. I would say one of the, my, uh, matches that I, I was definitely interested in checking out and I kind of, and I enjoyed, uh, is Athena and Candice LeRae for a couple of reasons. Uh, the, those being the two competitors, Athena, uh, of course, a fantastic wrestler, a participant in my favorite, one of my favorite matches of the entire WrestleCon 2013 weekend. Uh, and that's, you know, including Shinko versus, uh, 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 t- t- uh, oh, uh, Tozawa. That's including Shingo Tozawa. Uh, like that is the same weekend that had that happen. And I thought Athena versus Hamada was one of my favorite matches that whole weekend. And it was, that was just downright perfect. And of course, Candice LeRae, uh, one half of the world's cutest tag team. Uh, she is kind of blowing up, obviously teaming up with the lollipop wonder. Hey, lollipop. Petey, uh, let, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Do you see Athena probably moving to Orlando, Florida in the not too distant future? Cause I could see her in Orlando. I definitely I could. could. S- her skills are good enough. That's one thing that I saw about this volume of shimmers that I saw more than a couple of girls and not just like the cheerleader Melissa's uh, of, of the company, but quite a few of them, like just off the top of my head that I could really see getting signed and really doing well. Ideally I would look at somebody like Athena and think she needs to be signed and she's, she has all the skills and all the, you know, the charisma that to be signed. But I, there's a big reason. There's one big reason why she might not be now. Or why is that? It, uh, and I hate it. And I hate it so much. Her shape. She is not skinny and slim. And if you look at even the talented NXT divas, Emma, Bailey, all those, even Bailey is a little bit thinner. Than she is, and I hate that. I hate that that that's gonna that's a, a standard that is gonna be something that is, she is measured by. But just looking at the historically, looking mm-hmm. at the the athletes right now in NXT, even even the ones that we think are extremely talented and are awesome, they're built a little bit more like I think Candice LeRae is start is it could lap her. Just it, she has the skills. And she has more of a conventionally attractive look. Uh, okay. I think, well, I think Athena is awesome. She has all the skills in the I, world. I agree. And, but pe- oh, those, the people in, in charge of those things are dumb. Uh, <laughs> I will also throw a, another one on the show who I had not seen before, who absolutely blew me away. Uh, a native of Glasgow, Scotland. I want to make sure I pronounce that correctly. Because you're welcome, Eddie. Nikki yeah. Storm. This is the first time I'm seeing Nikki Storm, and I was yes. absolutely can, blown away. She's amazing. I had my volume down a little bit, so when she was yelling, I kind of just heard murmurs of what she was yelling, and I thought it was like, 
I thought she had like a Latina accent, so I wrote down Mad Latina, and then they like did her intro and said Glasgow Scotland, and I was like, oops, <laughs> Mad Scottish. No, the like, Mad Latina is in the other match. <laughs> mad, mad and slightly Le- unintelligible. Got it. Right. <laughs> right. Easy, easy, easy mistake. Easy mistake. Easy mistake. Uh, but, yes, Nikki Storm is, is <laughs> Nikki Storm is a personality and a fantastic wrestler. I actually remember speaking with Leva regarding Nikki Storm once a while ago because uh she was in a tag team with the now retired Allison J- Danger uh under the tag team Regeneration X uh yes. because they were cosplaying as the 10th and 11th doctors from Doctor Who and I was saying you know if you need a 12th doctor who who's also Scottish Nikki Storm is right there that that pretty much works Yes. And she she seemed like well that's that's not a bad idea but it never happened. Yeah. Uh, it but never yeah, happened. Nikki Storm is amazing. Nikki Storm needs to be signed yesterday. Was, yes. Uh, yes. I'm thinking that was the match. Yeah. That uh, the Thunder Kitty it was. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, can we can we talk to can we talk to that girl about her outfit looking like it, it is was, amazing? No, no don't <laughs> change a thing about Thunder Kitty. Do not change a thing. Like, I, okay. Drew, I, I, I like, I, I kind of had that thought, cause, and then I realized it was all a bit like from her entrance music to everything. It's, a, it's that forties, fifties era. She, she is supposed like, to be that classic era woman's wrestler in right. the vein of the Which, fabulous Moolah and Mildred Burke. That's what I she's love, supposed to be. Okay, because so. that was that was the first match where some 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 shade was thrown, as it's those who know that word, because the fucking announcer is just like, yeah. She said she's in train by, by Moolah, and if she was, she'd have more skill. Shame <laughs> on like, you, Dave Prezak. Oh, Shame oh, on you. Oh, oh. Yes, I agree. Thunder Kitty is, is too fantastic for a wrestler to, to get that shade. Uh, and she is so much fun. And we've talked about it, uh, her before, uh, as part of, uh, old, uh, uh, old school? No, not old school. The, uh, old fashioned. Uh, the trio old fashioned, uh, with, uh, Marianne Fontaine and, uh, Jervis Cottonbelly, one of our favorite trios of King of Trios this year. Uh, and she is fantastic. Like her, her intro and, uh, these are a couple of wrestlers that are also, uh, that I also got a chance to check out in Shine, uh, in a recent event that I, that I got to check out. Uh, and they were fantastic there. They, I believe they had a match against each other there too. And it was absolutely fun. And, uh, in Shine, Thunder Kitty is managed, uh, oh my god, uh, and I'm going to forget, uh. I feel like Thunder could be managed by Sydney Bacabella. Yeah, uh, if that, Shine, were, if that were a thing. Yeah, it, she could be, and, uh, let me look up Shine 22. Uh, but while Kitty's vamping, mm-hmm. uh, there, there's going to be another one, uh, on this show with, with, a lot of times with the Shimmer shows and WSU Women's uh, Sport Uncensored, there's usually one particular talent that I find that totally grabs my attention. And in the case of Shimmer, it was two, uh, both of them from Scotland, as a matter of fact. One, the aforementioned Nikki Storm, and Kaylee Ray, who, like Santana Garrett on the WSU show we did a while back, uh, totally caught my attention because of how hyper-athletic she was. 
in her, her match against Vanessa Craven, who was, the, who was being portrayed as this six foot tall giant Amazon, but she, oh, yeah. Ray ended up winning the match, uh, due her, due to her like super athleticism, which I thought was awesome. Yes. Because I really think, yeah. I think mega athleticism What's that? is my favorite thing. Yeah, that was the third match, and <laughs> the only thing that came from that match for me, it was a, it was a, it was a good match, but the only thing I could focus on how drunk the female commentator was. Oh, that <laughs> one is shown through. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is not the first time I'd seen or heard Amber Gertner, and yeah. Yeah. That happened. But, oh, yeah. wait, so, so, I want to say this, because this is something for me and Drew, right? The the first match, right, was kind of eh. So there was a lot of, like, you know, the, a lot of the commentary cleanup of, oh, mention this thing and mention that thing and this random fact. And one of the random facts that I had to go back and make sure that I heard was when he goes, oh, yeah, Solo, KRS-One's favorite female wrestler. And I was like, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Right, that blew my mind. I was like, "Are you kidding? Like, is this real? Did somebody tell me that's real?" Please. And right. yet, and yet, Dave from the Prezak, Bronx. you could not catch that. Leva Bates was cosplaying as Gambit. Right, she's from what? the Bronx. She's she's from the Bronx, and that's uh, uh that's I don't know if she's from right? South Bronx, South South Bronx, but she's from the Bronx. <laughs> the fact that she. That is, oh, uh, I think it may be simply a reference to the fact that she's from the Bronx. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, yeah, the buddy system is a fun tag team. Uh, solo darling is fun. And, but yeah, that, that match was okay. I want to talk about another match that, uh, that I enjoyed, uh, a bit, uh, for a couple of reasons. The match was cool. And I wanted to talk about one specific thing. We're talking about Ivalice Velez, uh, current, uh, at the time reigning, uh, shine champion, not anymore, but at the time she was in a non-title contest versus a rising star, somebody who's really making her name for herself. At that point, and especially nowadays, uh, Kimberly, somebody who we've talked about repeatedly on uh, yes. the show. Uh, I, I dubbed this match in my notes the, the title of unofficial queen of the indies. Yes. Candice <laughs> LeRae doesn't, she, she doesn't quite get booked enough to earn this, uh, earn this title just yet, but this was my match to determine who right now is the queen of the indies. Yes. Eva Lee for uh, Kimberly. Ivelisse, Kimberly, both fantastic contests. I want to talk about one thing. The fact that Ivelisse, uh, came out to Whack a Flock of Flames, and I had to confirm this, that this <laughs> is a theme. Whack a Flock of Flames, uh, uh, love them gun sounds. <laughs> love them gun sounds. And can, I don't know if I necessarily hate it. Cause I have can, this weird thing where I will tolerate genres of music that I normally would hate in my everyday life and in my everyday listening in for, in the, if it's in the form of a wrestling theme. Yes. I've whether it's, with, I, I completely agree with you on this one, PD, whether it's the young bucks and Hanson or continuing on the show, Nikki storm coming out to the backstreet boys. Yes. <laughs> or like, I will tolerate some like butt rock. I hate butt rock, but I will tolerate some butt rock in the form of a wrestling theme if it's a good one. It's like bombastic enough. And I kind of like the, I would like listening to this as the, the song and listen to a little bit on its own and listening to the song. I, if, if she came out to the song, I'd be in the audience like, <laughs> 
Yeah, love and gun sounds. Love that love and gun sounds. <laughs> I, I will I will say this, right? Some weird ass creeper in chat realm that has nothing better to do with their life has just gift that PD. Good job. Yes. I um Still watching this show. <laughs> God damn it. I um I heard the music. Nicely done, Drew. I was just like I was like, oh I was like, is that is that walk? <laughs> Then it, then it was the it was like this myriad of thoughts, right? It was like, oh, is that Waka? Why do I know that? Oh, okay. Oh shit! Expected a black chick. <laughs> <laughs> no, Athena does not come out to to Waka Falk. I was gonna say that, that wasn't Athena. No. Um, yeah, no, I knew I knew that was Waka, and the reason I knew that was Waka is because I know the voice because he does stuff with Machine Gun Kelly. And did I mention I have a cab shirt on? I don't know if it. Machine gun Cleveland, Kelly. I gotta support. Sorry. No, no, I I understand. I have to deal with Big Sean, so I understand. Oh my God, can I go back one? Uh, to the to you just mentioned um Athena. God damn, that Roland Cradle from from uh Tekken Four from King's Move Set was like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I like. I, I and another thing I've said. Uh, I think I said before. I love anything that somebody will repurpose from video games, or or at least will make seem like, a, especially fighting games. If you can bring fighting game into wrestling ring, I will love it. Uh, yeah. TD, you know how much I love Kenny Omega. So yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. So th- this is why we like, do a podcast. Like they they kind of like went back and forth a couple of times, and I was like. Oh, okay, that's fun. Then they actually started rolling, and I was like, "Where's my controller? I should be playing Tekken Tag right now." <laughs> like, uh, the, and then We're proceeded on. afterwards to be absolutely too dizzy to land a, a kick or a <laughs> overhand strike. That, that, was was like, a, that was a pretty good bit. Yeah. Yeah. Then they had to recollect themselves, which is fun. Uh, as as Drew would say, we got a gimmick. <laughs> like I loved it. Uh, Although PD, um, there there is something on the show you. There is something on this show that I did have a, an issue with. Actually, two things that really stuck out to me. Uh, the match between Evie and Hikaru Shida. Uh-huh. Um, putting the fact aside that Hikaru Shida's ring gear was amazing. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Shimmer, Shimmer kind of fell into its old trope of having the Japanese wrestler win because Japan with yeah. this match. Not that it was Good. bad, but you know. Um, also, also, I don't know how I feel about the frenemies thing, Petey. <laughs> you don't know. You know I did you say. Know, you know I love me some Madison Eagles. You know that. Yes, yes. Not uh, the she... biggest fan of Nicole Matthews. Uh... Not the biggest fan. So I'm, uh... I'm kind of eh on that. Yeah, the frenemies. Also, with, of... with, especially with Amber Gertner being all, uh, girls be straight tripping, am I right? It's like, come on. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on. You just set yourself back ten years. <laughs> You're only making it worse. No, no. Uh, Hold on. No. See, the, the thing about being the random person coming to this, right? Seeing the seeing the one, the cute Japanese girl, you know, I was like, oh, oh hello. <laughs> and then like like as I actually paid attention, I was like the fuck she doesn't look like a fucking Final Fantasy character? Like, did I just find her in a town that needs a dragon spirit slain? Like, what is going on? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I'm like, like we'll slay this dragon spirit for you. Yes. 
Uh, I wonder uh, if it's a specific job that she's dressed as. Uh, like, no, she's uh, your new companion. Like you, you like you get to that town, and they're like, "Oh, the dragon spirit," and you, you know, and then she tells you, and then she goes with you to show you where the dragon spirit is, and then you realize she can fight, and then you collect her as your companion as you go along in the rest of the game. Like right, that was the story be, that I put into my head. <laughs> she would be the be white like, magic using like healer. Fucking weeaboo. Like, no, she's not. She would not be the healer. She well in the Final Fantasy. In a, in, a, in, a, in a Japanese RPG, she would be the healer. Hikaru Shida, Shida, Hikaru Shida would not be the healer. She would be, she would be like more of the striker. She would be more like Yuffie. She's the, she's the warrior princess. <laughs> now we're bringing actual names into this. Alright, yes. cool. Yes. She'd be more she like Yuffie in Final wow. Fantasy VII, you know. That's the name. No. We have been checked off. I actually <laughs> like, I actually like Hikaru Shida, so could we Put not? it on the board. Well, she'd be a better Yuffie. She kind of have a similar kind of move set. She won't be as annoying as Yuffie. Uh, but that's beside the board. Maybe Tifa. I don't know. Uh, but that's a, that's another tangent. Uh, we did kind of, I don't want to, uh, underdo, uh, you know, Kimberly was fantastic. Uh, let's talk about the tag team title match. Cause, uh, the, <laughs> uh, the global green gangsters, uh, you said you weren't a fan of the frenemies, but we gotta talk about how fun the global green gangster girls are. Uh, or as I like to call them, the global green gangster girls lashing through everyone, uh, 4G LTE. <laughs> Did you ever send that to them? I don't, I think so. They ignored me. And honestly, rightfully so. I, I, I <laughs> no, 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 that's good. You should suggest it again. It's good. Uh, when I go to, uh, when I go to, uh, San, uh, the Bay Area for WrestleMania weekend, uh, as I plan to do, as I kind of pull that Johnson, uh, the, I will try to tell them. If there's a shimmer event, I will let them know. Boom. Just go knock That's on like, a few doors, like, like, is this shit, and can I say? Like, no, like, don't, no, don't go knocking on doors. The <laughs> shimmer roster has enough of that to deal with. Don't go yes. no, no. Well, not, not, not their doors. Go, go knock on a, a nice young gentleman. Dave Dave Prince, yeah, Dave Prince. Oh, but, <laughs> can I say, like, of, like, it, goddamn, if female wrestlers' outfits aren't, like, the best part of female wrestling, because if their name doesn't let you know what they're going to wear, like, when they come out, you're just kind of like, hmm, all right, you're going to wrestle in that. All right, cool. <laughs> well, what are you what are you expecting with Leva Bates, then? Yeah. Because we yes. all know she's a cosplayer. Yes, she's a cosplayer. Uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite moments of uh, WrestleCon 2013 was... The a Regeneration X coming out as Jay and Silent Bob because they were in New Jersey. That was just nice. a beautiful moment. They just came out with it was their theme song started with the nah, 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 nah. <laughs> just playing over the speakers. <laughs> All of the speakers oh. before it actually hit their music, and it was a beautiful did moment. We, did we talk about the Kimber Lee match? We we mentioned it. I think we kind of got into t- a tangent, but you, it, yeah, I had mentioned Kimberly is a fantastic upstart. Uh, upstart. Uh, did you have further so, thoughts? No, yeah, I, I you, said her match with Ivelisse and her was for the title of current Queen of the Indies. Yes. Like, okay, so you you guys have told me about Kimberly like kind of a few times, and 
I'm just kind of like, you know, like, I, I, in my head, like, because of the female wrestlers that we've done before, you know who I'm talking to. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I kind of, I don't know. She just came off as like bar fighty drunk white girl. Like, which is what's awesome uh, about her. <laughs> like, that's she is, like, she is, yeah, she is tough as nails and kind of, uh, is in your face. And that's what's awesome about her. Uh, that's what she, that's what she does well in, uh, beyond wrestling. That is not what she does in the wrestling is in Chikara promotions where she is princess Kimberly. Uh, mm-hmm. but that's a whole other fun thing that she does uh, where she is a princess when she comes into the ring and when she co- is in the ring, she is the same Kimberly that is, uh, in your face and kicking your <laughs> oh, ass. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, I was like, hold on. Cass, Cass, what regarding- I just saw and what Cass. you just said does Cass. not equate princess. <laughs> Cass, huh? Kimberly is a product of CZW. Uh, yes. I'll say I'll, that's all we re- that yeah. really needs to be said. The, the ultraviolet deathmatch promotion. Kimberly I've, is a product of CZW. I've been to a few bars, and I've seen that shit. Kimberly will fuck you up. She has a fucking corona in her hand, and she's like, the fuck you say to my boyfriend? I will fuck you up, dude. And you're like, I asked him if I could get to the bar. And juicy, the juicy product, you know, the, uh, uh, the juice JT Dunn would be like, I, I'm sorry, she's, you know, you did, did, you're gonna have to deal with her. Right, right. Her boyfriend is just like, God damn it. There's, can we there's not do this one, again tonight? There's one at every heavy metal show. There's only one. DJ only one? Back me up on this. Only one. Only one. <laughs> Sometimes okay. only one. Depends All on right. the metal show you're going to. Okay. Oh, it, it, uh, as it's even worse when they're friends and they're together, and you're just like, I don't want to fight you women. Don't. Like I just said, excuse me, and she's like, No, you fucking touched me, and you're like, Oh my god. And you now, know, before, that, before you, know, you like, try to create rest. space, the entire friend circle is going to happen. You're like, I want to deal with this tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so sorry, I know okay, we anything? alluded to uh, to a certain young lady, and Drew. I know you had a, a a bone to pick with me. I do have a bone to pick with you. You've brought me on here three more times since the first time, and you haven't given me any more Addy Star. Woo! <laughs> and that's who Kaz was alluding to. And come on, give me on here with some Addy. But um, I also have another bone to pick, small one. And you see, PD, why I keep trying to get us different guests so this <laughs> stuff doesn't start coming up. <laughs> trying to but get different guests. Trying to, get some star. trying to give us some roster depth, PD. <laughs> I know. Tweet hey. no, me. We, we, we've had an exchange before. Me, you, and Drew, we talked. It was, you yes. know. Alright. How you doing? What, 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 what was uh, your small bonus? And this is, this is with a lot of wrestling, right? Um, this isn't just this promotion. This isn't this, this show. It's a lot of shows do this, even the big guys. And it never comes off as genuine. And that is the, I'm going to walk to the ring, take the mic, hold my belt up and say, somebody challenge me for the belt. And then oh. we have the title match. Yeah. It never feels genuine to me. You know, who's going to come out. 
like as the wrestler. Like when you say it, you know, and she knows. Not, and we, not true. Like, we know that's gonna happen. Like just the co- go and the do company, the match, man. The company that perfected this was the original ECW. Yeah. Because they they took exactly what you're saying, Drew, and they always made it just one person. It was only one person that would come out for any kind of open challenge, and everyone knew who it was going to be. And it was always, every single time, it was New Jack. Yes. Anytime there was an open challenge, it was always New Jack. And ECW took exactly what you were saying and that everyone knew who was going to come out and, and played it up. Yeah. See, that, and, that's okay. That's part of the joke and you get it. But again, Paul, that's Paul Heyman's genius. That, that's something yeah. that was done in ECW. But yeah. yeah, that is something that is usually not done very well. well. So let's talk about any kind of, uh, we're going to talk about disappointments, uh, and I'll go around. I do want to talk guys. about the main event too. Yes. Oh, okay. we'll, we'll talk about the main. Who event. we all incriminate uh, ourselves? Before we all well, incriminate ourselves. Uh, well, let's start, I want to talk. All right. I want to. Well, Wait. I want to quote. Uh, before we go to you guys, I want to quote. Uh, the wise words of one uh luminary, Veronica Belmont, uh, and say, "Uh, let's talk about let's talk about the first level of bullshit." Uh, <laughs> and I want to talk about availability and mm-hmm. this event. Uh, this event is available for, uh, you know, streaming in high definition on www.live.com, which is nice. That's awesome. You can stream yeah, it. Always good. Uh, and it is also available for download, uh, match by match, but still from Click Wrestle. However, it's the only shim, it's one of the only two shimmer events available for, in this on demand way. And also the downloads are for, 640 by 480 over there at Click Wrestle. Really? Yes, that's where mm. I got. That's what I served you guys up. That's, uh, that's, yeah. That's no bueno, especially considering they were HD, supposedly, over mm-hmm. at WWN Live. Yeah, and I know Smart Mark Video does HD as well. Exactly. Mm. Let's talk about Shimmer. Let's have a conversation. Nobody buys DVDs to check out an event. Nobody buys DVDs, at least hardly anybody, to see an event, to see it, mm-hmm. to, if you're that curious, they do it to have it. You buy phys- at this point, you buy physical media to have it. Uh, you at this point, the way you people, especially wrestling, check out an event if they're curious is they download it. Here's the the thing: you could be the provider of the download, or somebody else can be the provider of the download. That's your choice. Understand this. The and thing is, P-Rave, I, here's the thing. The wrestling industry is very myopic and very, very slow. Uh, also, unless your last name is McMahon, you're not making a lot of money. Your, your promotion is not making money. You're almost always exactly. going from show to show, and you're probably losing money. Yeah. So things like bandwidth or... <clears throat> high production value they just flat out don't happen they just don't there's it's unavoidable it is an inevitability of the genre at this level unless you have major backing from a large company like ring of honor does or like tna does or you 
do extremely well uh, through sheer word of mouth and fan loyalty. Or you're hooked up with SmartMark Video, like yeah. a lot of promotions are. Or HighSpots.com. Yes. WWN Live, for as much effort as they put in, they're still below the level of, of a high spots or a smart mark video. They're just flat out not there yet, and they've yeah. still got a ways to go. Here's the thing. Uh, it's possible, though, and Beyond Wrestling is really kind of in- innovating in a, in, a, in a certain way in utilizing YouTube for all this. YouTube and private videos. That's a possibility. And why aren't they partnering with WWN Live and SmartMark Video? That's that's what I throw it out there. Because probably they they don't want to, or they just flat out don't know how. Yeah. So and that, that's a, that's kind of a tough thing because a lot of times people in the wrestling business they're they're in the wrestling bubble and they don't know much else. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, it took it took a long time. It took. Ring of Honor exploding as well as it did for the DVD market to become what it is. And the iPay-Per-View market is still not quite where it could be. So, again, the wrestling business is slow. Yes. Yeah. I just, you know, there are ways to to do little uh, injections. Well, I mean... it's the it's the somebody has to start the conversation kind of thing, you know what I'm saying? And maybe neither side has thought to talk to the other, you know, in that in that kind of or, sense. You know, and, and there there are ways to kind of let's get this rolling and push mm-hmm. forward. But yeah, that's the tough part is that you're working with the industry you're working with. But uh, it's frustrating when you know it's like. When you're trying to, you know, cover this, we, this, as we as a podcast, we only cover on demand for a reason. We only cover events we get and get on demand for a reason for that. Because that's how people check out. The, 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 the mark, uh, I, I believe that you can create the market out there. But, alright, so anybody else, uh, we open the mark, uh, ground for disappointments. Um, We're talking about disappointments and, and I kind of jumped out because the, the match that Drew was talking about, that open, you know, that open match where the chick with the awesome tattoos, uh, whose name is Mercedes Martinez. Yes. Long time shimmer veteran, uh, I believe, uh, Mercedes Martinez. And at the time, uh, NCW femme fatale international champion. So the, the, the first time you do the bit of, Oh, I'm getting beat up. I'm going to go outside the ring and kind of be an asshole is funny. The third, fourth, and fifth? Ah. <laughs> like, Getting that like, heel heat. Yeah. Right. Get that like, heat. Like, I, I understand. Also, what I understand you just described, bit, what you just mm-hmm. described is like a staple of the old Memphis wrestling, which I hate. I yes. <laughs> so, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, like like yeah. when you when you when you go out and you do the whole I'm gonna sit in the crowd and not really participate in the match and like, you know, kind of throw the middle fingers up and as I always like to allude to this guy for some reason, the Raven, you know, sit in the corner and just be <laughs> like not <laughs> just Raven. The Raven. I'm I'm not gonna participate in this match anymore. <laughs> like So I, would I you say that that's so Raven? <laughs> that's so that is Raven. Raven. Um <laughs> But but 
when you do it, go back in the ring, start to wrestle, and then do it again, or do it, go in the ring. Oh no, not really faked out. You know, after a while, it loses it loses that thing that it has about it that that bit has about it. You know, yeah, the, where, you, where you do it too many it, times. It's it's the rule that the bit could be too long or not long enough. That you have mm-hmm. it has to be just the right amount or way too long. <laughs> a bit has to be just the right amount or you have to go all the way to and too, guys, too long. And guys, god damn it. This is a wrestling podcast. It's not called a bit. It's called a gimmick. <laughs> it's a fucking gimmick. God damn, that pisses me off. It is a We're gimmick. What do you want from me? This is a wrestling show. I'm drawing an analogy. It's pro wrestling. It is a gimmick. I was analogizing. I was analogizing. (laughs) Drawing an analogy to comedy bits. It's a gimmick. (laughs) Okay. Uh, and, alright, so, so a couple of these moments, but let's go before we get, uh, into our conclusions about the overall event. Let's talk about the main event. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about how much we love cheerleader Melissa and Lufisto and how they're the best thing in the world. In the galaxy, really, or in the universe, right? Cheerleader Jam. Melissa, as I've work. said and actually written and ha- have had published, cheerleader Melissa is basically the female Brian Danielson. There's no reason she's not on Monday nights as WWE Divas Champion, making millions of dollars, other than WWE just being fucking stupid. Cheerleader Melissa is amazing. Her challenger, the super hardcore anime, a long, 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 long time favorite of mine, Lufisto, from Montreal, Japan. She's, she's wonderful. She's amazing. I love her to death. And they, they had a kind of match that I would expect from them. Yes. It was uh, kind of mean and ugly for a lot of it, which is kind of <laughs> awesome because mean, Lufisto, ugly, Lufisto's long. an ex, Lufisto's an ex deathmatch wrestler. Yes. And, Cheerleader Melissa has wrestled with some of the really, really mean ladies in Japan. So yes. I-, I was expecting this match to be very, very violent. Yes. And it was. And it was no, fun. It. And it was well wrestled. And it was well done. And like it had such a good pace to it. Uh those two are uh those two uh sh- again uh, <clears throat> call it back to 2013. Uh, then still, I don't know, still or then champion again. I don't know if she lost the title at any point in between 2013 and 2014, but she did not. Did not. So then still champion in 2013. Her and, uh, Soraya Knight in the steel cage, uh, in 2013 was a sight to see. Uh, and of course this was as well. These are just a couple of the, uh, oh, I'm sorry, by the way. I meant to say cheerleader Melissa is the female Daniel Bryan. Okay, so everybody just call Daniel Bryan Danielson. <laughs> Daniel Bryan Danielson. Although this is an indie show, so technically we can still call him Bryan Danielson. So Exactly. If we're if we're talking about a WWE show, we call him Daniel Bryan. But Yes. Shut uh, up. But we're drawing the analogy here to we're because we're specifically talking about the analogy of Brian Danielson in his core days when he was, why aren't they signing him already time? And that's what cheerleader Melissa is here. It's like, why? What is, what is the deal? Why? When I was working for freaking awesome network, uh, dot com, 
uh, the site that used to be associated with Russell crap, I actually wrote a, a pretty, maybe like a, a thousand word piece on just why the hell haven't they signed her already? Yeah. Uh, what did you guys I mean, they, think of? They clearly know who Sarah Del Rey is. She's a trainer now for them. Yes. Why not Melissa? She's the other one in all those matches you saw. <laughs> She's the other one. And, and that's, you bring up a good point. Like, there are, and that's the thing about the indie of anything, really, is that if you dive in, you're gonna find the one talent that's like, you should be huge and you're not, and it's not fair. Um, and this match was sort of one of those ones where it's like, you, in anything, whether it be a music set, whether it be a wrestling promotion, you want to end on a strong note. And putting people like that into the ring that are well-versed and can be brutal and technical at the same time is a good way to end the promotion, in my opinion. You close out the night on the highest of or the highest note you can and making it as hype as you can. And it was well done. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, fantastic blow off contest like you know uh they had just gone bloody in their last event um and it's like all right this is gonna be the big match and and yeah it worked really well and uh, yeah uh i'm so excited going forward to hopefully seeing what shimmer puts together at the wwn live experience in uh in the bay area because i'm gonna be there live again yay uh because like, like it was in 2013 and like it was in 2014. It does, it, it's going to be a, a nice collection of really quality wrestling. Uh, you know, there was some, you know, hits or misses here and there throughout the event. Uh, but there was just a lot of quality here, just like before. And that's the thing that I, I wish. And th- it's why I care so much about, you know, distribution methods and, uh, you know, proliferation and things like that, because I think, Shimmer is such a great avenue for so many great talents that I mm. want, as much as they are buzzed about and known fairly well amongst indie wrestling fans, I want them to be so much more known. I want, I want Shimmer to be up there in conversations with ROH, like, because as an, as specifically of the ROH of women's wrestling as that avenue for so many athletes to be featured right here in this core, uh, home that they can call their own. Uh, and, you know, if, if you look around the indies now, you'll see Shimmer, obviously. You'll see Shine down in Florida. Uh, you'll have WSU, uh, which I think is based out of somewhere in the mid-Atlantic, I think. Based out of and CZW at this point. CZW, okay. And also up in Montreal, uh, Lufisto's home promotion, uh, NCW Femme Fatale. So it's, it's definitely something that's, that's getting a little bit of, ground it definitely a lot better than it was a few years ago so there's definitely some some growth happening yeah so let's talk about uh the event overall uh we'll start with Kaz. Kaz, what did you think about the event overall um overall i actually i actually enjoyed it and i had fun with it it was well shot um, which is, you know, one of the things I usually complain about is like camera angles and like being able to see the action and stuff like that. And for me, it was, it was actually fairly, it, they did a, a pretty good job, you know, and I, I know it's indies and I try not to bag too hard because I know they're dealing with what they can get most of the time, but this one, 
aces for the ladies. Like, they did pretty damn good. I mean, there were some slow matches here and there, but that's always going to, to you know, be a thing. You're always going to have kind of your slow matches that are just like, oh, will this hurry up and be over? But the the mix of really good wrestling was was exceptional. And I don't think at any point did I, like, have that kind of half thought of, like, ugh, but it's girls. You know, like, I just kind of enjoyed it as a, as a wrestling promotion. Being the noob here. Being the noob. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Drew, well, what did you think about the kind of the event overall? Um, overall, uh, I'm going to echo Kaz a bit here. The wrestling was fantastic. You're, he's right. You're going to have your filler matches every once in a while, but overall, the wrestling was really tight. It was really well shot. You didn't have that problem. I believe the last time I was on where it was the one camera angle <laughs> and then you can't really hide some of the things because it's one like static camera angle. Um, um, things to improve on, like you said, there are some, um, better mics, stuff like that. Um, it'll help. But like overall, it was a lot of fun. Like the entire first half to me felt like what I love about indie wrestling and a lot of it really, but especially the first half was like, or the first like three, four matches. It was utter ridiculousness and like, Super colorful costumes and like way polar opposites on babyface heel stuff and like just sort of the like cartoon nature of the caricature of it all, which I think was fun. Um, and you had really great wrestlers. You had the likes of your Kimberly's and your, your cheerleader Melissa's and all that. And it was really, really solid stuff from beginning to end. So I could not complain. Mm-hmm. And Deej, what would be your takeaway, uh, as I steal a Anime 3000 podcast segment? What would be your takeaway? That's the A3K podcast, which you can find on anime3000.com. Mm-hmm. I would say that this is the first Shimmer show that I've watched in some time. And I saw a lot of really, really, really good talent all across the board. One of my big criticisms of Shimmer in the past was there would be a pretty significant dip in talent level from the bottom of the card to the top of the card. And I didn't see that this time. And that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm looking forward, and I think we're going to probably have a similar experience, but we'll get there when we do, when we finally do Shine, because we are definitely going to do Shine at some point in the future. We're playing. Oh, and Petey, what else, what other show are we gonna do? We're gonna do, uh, the one in Orlando. The, that, that promotion that does the, with the full sale and the whatnot. Yeah, yes, that one. Yes, we're, we're gonna do NXT. We're gonna do NXT. <laughs> in fact, we're gonna do that next week because we're gonna reset ourselves. Uh, we're gonna do NXT next week because we kind of deprived y'all for two weeks with fa- a fanny pack. So we're going to I had a migraine. I, I would have Skyped from my bed. <laughs> uh, so we're going to give you two weeks in a row, uh, of fanny pack goodness, uh, to make up for it. Uh, so we have those kind of things and look forward to that. Uh, also look forward to eventually in March. Like I said, uh, we're going to have our big WrestleMania weekend show is going to be Jury Mania episode. The Jury Mania episode where we're going to have Justin Robert Young, Mitzula, and Rick Foster. A big packed episode where we're going to talk about I might our even experience. show up if, yeah. if I'm allowed in. Yes. Uh 
we're going to be talking about WWN live experience. We're going to be talking about Ring of Honor. Uh, we're going to be talking about, uh, whatever else. We're going to be talking about Hood Slam. Uh, I imagine we're probably going to talk about PWG, whatever events that we're going to be, try to get to as many as possible. And we're going to be talking about that on that episode. Uh, and we're also going to be talking about what we plan to do on the following day for the Smart Rock. Cause that's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for Jury Mania. <laughs> Jury Mania. Look forward to that WrestleMania weekend, but that's it. Uh, Kaz. All right, bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs> Kaz and Drew. Uh, plug your stuff. Who wants to go first? Uh, Drew. Well, you can find everything I'm doing over at DeltaJulietMike.com for all things Delta Juliet Mike Media. Uh, if you feel so inclined as to follow me on the Twitter Twitter, you can do that at Just Call Me DJM. Like a tribe called us, you say the whole thing. Just Call Me DJM, and I swear to God, if you do that one thing with my name, I swear to God, I will find you and I will stab you. It's my knife. I will stab you. Uh, Did DKM just promote himself? Anime3000.com, as I've mentioned before. I am now a part of the A3K network over at Anime3000.com. You can tune into the weekly A3K podcast live on the YouTubes at A3K TV. You can tune into all of the great Anime3000 podcasts, like Two Guys in a Mic, The Manga Corner, The Other Side, and soon to come, Anime League Sports Talking Show Hyperforce Team Go, the return of the Nanashi Anime Podcast in January. Of course, the flagship of Delta Juliet Mike Media, shooting the shit with two nerdy black guys, featuring myself and the incomparable Mr. Brandon Cooper. <gasps> All on the interwebs at deltajulietmike.com. Yes, you can find Kaz. Uh, he's also host of Kali Juku with me. Drew hosts, uh, co-hosts, uh, Record Breakers with me. Uh, you can find those all over Valley.net, including this show, FannyPackWrestling.com, FannyPackWP on Twitter. Uh, I'm P, uh, PD Rave. Drew is at X, DJM, you know that one. Uh, Brandon Cooper is King Kaz. Follow the things, subscribe, share, like, give us reviews. Uh, that's it. I'm gonna put myself back on camera. Until next time. Go, go vote at those chat room awards. Do it. I swear. Don't do it. Chatroom.us slash awards. I will cut you. I will cut you. You can find my album on Spotify. Oh, go God. Drew's, album. Drew's album. Jeez. Yes, the Mulligans. The Mulligans. Wait, the Mulligans no. I didn't mean that to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. God, I don't damn. care. I will do it. The Mulligans. It's our fault for forgetting. The Mulligans. Check it out on Spotify. Amazon Music, uh, Amazon Instant Music, buy it. Just check it out. It's their the last time. album. You have to go buy like a hundred copies so they have to contemplate getting back together. Exactly. Look, we, we just got the band back together here on Fanny Pack. So and now I'm going to leave to go possible. do solo projects like Van exactly. Halen. Yes. Okay, <laughs> until next time, Austin Los Bye! Peace! I will cut you. Don't do that with my name. I love Nintendo Stick.